Now, we're all only too aware of the impact made on Gaza by Israel's war with Hamas. More than 27,800 people have been killed as a result of Israel's war on Gaza, with at least 12,150 of them being children. More than half of Gaza's buildings have been damaged or destroyed since Israel launched its retaliation for the Hamas attacks on the 7th of October last. Analysis suggests between 144,000 and 175,000 buildings across the whole Gaza Strip have been damaged or destroyed. That's between 50% and 61% of Gaza's buildings. Meanwhile, more than 80% of its population, about 1.7 million people, are displaced, with nearly half crammed in the far southern end of the Strip. My first guest on today's show is Hossam. Hossam is a Palestinian computer engineer from Gaza who is living in County Clare. He arrived here shortly before the Israeli bombardment of Gaza. However, his wife, daughter and two sons are still in Gaza. Hassan is desperately trying everything to get his family safely out of Gaza and to reunite them with him here in Clare. And to that end, he has set up a GoFundMe page to try and raise the required amount that would be needed to do that. Uh, I spoke with Hassan earlier. Here's how our conversation went. Hassan, a very good morning to you. Uh, good morning, how are you? I am very well. Uh, thank you for joining us. I would imagine, though, you're perhaps not feeling well given the situation with your family. Before we get to the GoFundMe page and the efforts you're making to get them, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your family and how you, you ended up living here in, in Clare? Yeah, yes. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Hassan. I'm here uh, in Ireland uh, for about five months now. It's just uh, one month before uh, the, the war started. Um, I left uh, Gaza. I, uh, I am married uh, with uh, my wife and I have three kids, a uh, daughter and two sons. Um, after I left, you know, all we all know that a war started in Gaza until now. It's the fifth month now and the wars and the killing not stopped and every day they're killing people and innocent civilians. So um, when I came here to Ireland, I settled in Clare, and uh, now I'm trying to help my family and uh, at least to relocate my family from Gaza. I tried many ways. I can't. Uh, I couldn't uh, until now. I tried to go to the GoFundMe. So you know, there is um, in, in order to get them out of Gaza, you have to pay a lot of money. And uh, this has been, uh, there's evidence and investigations saying that and uh, big magazines make some investigations and all we know now that there's too much money we have to pay and not everyone have this amount of money. So I tried to to make a campaign in GoFundMe to help in this situation. Hossam, I can't even begin to imagine how you felt when you arrived here in Ireland and mere weeks later the war begins and you must have straight away thought of your family. What what brought you to Ireland and where was it work and were, were your family due to follow you shortly afterwards? Yeah, it was the plan was is after I came here to Ireland I will try to make the, their paper and uh, help them uh, to follow me after that. But this, uh, until now, uh, doesn't work uh, as planned, and uh, it, it takes time with me. And uh, I try, as I said, I tried many ways, nothing worked until now. So I'll just at least I'll try to relocate them from Gaza to Egypt, because I fear their lives, uh, about their lives, and uh, they're facing 
life threat every day, every moment. As we all know, they, they didn't stop bombing at all. Every moment there's many civilians killing, they kill them, as we all know. Actually, my my family, I'm living in, in you know, there is Gaza Strip and there is Gaza City. We live in Gaza City, which is in the north, as they uh, uh, mentioned, that, uh, that uh, Gaza and the north have to, to evacuate to the south. So at the beginning of this war, we, we, we left our home, and my family. They take the hospital as a shelter in Al-Quds Hospital, its name. And uh, this hospital uh, in Tal Al-Hawa. Uh, in the neighbor called Tal Al Hawa, uh, they was they were trapped there for more than a month. My wife and my three children they trapped there, and the tanks was in the in the in, in the hospital vicinity. Uh, there was a shortage in all life necessities like uh, food and water. And uh, my kids, a small one, he's only one year. He, we didn't found. Uh, milk for him, we didn't found uh, diapers for him, and it's very hard uh, time it was. And after a complete month, nearly uh, the, the 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 tanks and the, the soldiers, because they forced all the hospital uh, people who were taking the hospital as a shelter, they forced them to evacuate to the south under the heavy guns and the clashes. They forced them to go to the south on foot. And they, they imagine they they were carrying my my little children and uh, the two the one year they were they was she was carrying carrying him and uh, another uh, two son two uh, kids uh, they was walking all this way it's very far it's very far for them but they forced to do this and uh, they were settled in in Khanyuns after after this month. They were they were on Khanunis, which is after that they started to bombing it. Until now, they start bombing Khanunis, and we all know how how dangerous is the place there in Khanunis. But few days before uh, this call, they were the, the place where they sitting in. It's called Kizan in Najaf. This place was uh, was told to evacuate immediately because they will start to bomb there and they will start to invade this area and of course while they they evacuating they bombed some some houses and some places there and uh, you know the smoke of the of the the explosions my sons get uh, suffocated from this while they evacuating to Rafa, the last place they settled so they were trapped in in Al Uds Hospital, and then they was uh, for a month, and they was forced evacuated to Khanunis, and they settled in Khanunis for about a month, also or or more, and they forced again to flee to Rafa, where are where they are now sitting in, in a tent with no uh, enough food, no enough clothes, no enough uh, uh, water, or no clean water at all. You can imagine how hard for them to live in this situation, especially when we when you have three little kids. Uh, so I tried, uh, I, I spent no effort to, to help them in, in all way, but uh, I failed until now. So at least I, I, I take this option to make the, the GoFund mm. campaign.
And, and Hussam, it's, it's very understandable why you've set up this GoFundMe. And in one sense, you yeah. must be so, so relieved that given everything that's gone on in Gaza and your your wife and three children having to go from Gaza City to Al-Quds Hospital to Kanyuna City, to keep having to move and something else happening, you must be relieved they've managed to survive all of that. But yet at the same time, you 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 dread what could happen the next day um yeah. you know you, just every moment you must be they must be in your thoughts yes of course i they never lived my 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 thought and every day, every moment i fear their uh, about their life and because they're facing life threats from the bombing and even if it's not from the bombing from the disease because they're drinking water unclean water they drink they, they, there's no enough food uh, you know so it, it's really uh, I'm, I'm really dis- dis- uh, uh, depressed from this situation that I at least uh, they can't find a proper life to live, and uh, and I can't help them. So you you can imagine how I I feel about them. It's it's really tough time for me and for them, of course. Because the living and whatever I say, the words never describe the the situation correctly or or, or accurately. They're living in more danger and and in more serious situation. Just and and, and Hassan, how, how regularly are you in contact with them? Are you able to speak to them every day? Have they access to a phone? Not. Of course not every day, because you know they from the start of the, this war they, they cut the. The food and the water, the electricity, they cut the telecommunications. So it's it's very hard to get connect with them. Even when you hear that they hit near them in the same area, you start your heart start beating. I have to to make to make, to be sure that it's not them. So imagine you can't talk to them for three four days a week until you get a successful a successful connection or uh, to get uh, to to hear anything from them so it's very hard because they, they intentionally also sometimes they, they the the israeli i mean they intentionally cut off all the communications from time to time so it's very difficult for me and for them of course can i ask you hassam about recent events in recent days where there has been hope or suggestions of a, a ceasefire. Hamas has made proposals to Israel. Benjamin Netanyahu doesn't seem to be in favour of it. But are you hopeful that there will be something can happen to allow this ceasefire or pause in the fighting for a period of a couple of months that would give you the opportunity to uh, safely get your wife and three children out of Gaza and here to Clare? Yeah, we we hear that uh, in the news, and we, we from the beginning of this war, we also we were hoping to to, to cease fire at any cost because if we didn't agree of or they didn't agree on this fire, innocent civilians will would be killed every moment. So the the, the price is uh, innocent lives, and uh, we push forward and we we call the the human and we call all the world to. To push forward in this agreement to 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 make the ceasefire and to end this war, to end this tragedy, innocent people just kill, killed every day, every moment. We we must stop this. You must the world, the human, you the, must stop this. All the gov- the world government must push for this uh, agreement and to stop this war. Hassan, can I ask you uh, yeah. about life in Clare in Ireland? Are you receiving? 
much solidarity from people here because I think generally speaking Irish people feel a solidarity with the people of Palestine are are they are you receiving kind of kind words and comfort about your situation yeah yes of course I actually uh, surprised how Irish people are very kind and helpful for me and and how they all supporting us in our tragedy and uh, they stand with Palestine and uh, they all uh, shoulder to shoulder saying that we feel how how bad this situation for uh, for you and other families back in Gaza but but uh, eventually what what a man can do in this situation we, we there's no options in our hand to help but we pray for this, the, your family safety and for Palestine, all the Palestinian people also. So they, I, I actually sometimes I feel like I'm home because I, I feel the people, all the people here are feeling how uh, how dangerous situation and they they know our tragedy, our tragedy. If you know what I mean. Of course, yes. And look, you you have set up the GoFundMe page. I think if people Google uh, Hossam, your name, or help me in safely relocating my family from Gaza, GoFundMe, they will find the page. It is a serious amount of money that you need to raise, €65,000. Can you give us a sense of... You know what, what that money is needed? I presume is there a fee for crossing from the Rafa border into Egypt? Yeah, sure. You know the... Uh, the, the the amount of money you have to pay for uh, crossing the Rafah border, they're taking ten thousand per person. This is a huge amount, and I know, and uh, it's unbelievable amount. You know that it's big number for just to cross the the the, the border. And but uh, unfortunately, this is what they are how they tra- how they deal with us in Gaza. Uh, for whom this uh, want to leave, and so I have my wife and three children. So the major and the most of this amount will go to uh, these people who arrange to put my family names in the travel list, document list to allow them to go from Gaza to Egypt. So after that, we need, the, as, as you know, the, we left our homes and this. Is, it might be destroyed, who, who know? because no one can reach these uh, places now. Uh, we left uh, four or five months before. It was summer, so I, they will need uh, another money for traveling, uh, transportation, and visas. They will need to rent a house. They will need to buy clothes. I have four, three children and my wife, so this money will help also not only for... Uh, the crossing the the border, but also to settle up, to settle them in uh, in Egypt uh, for a little while, and until we prepare the the documents uh, for them to be able to join me here uh, as possible, uh, as soon as possible. Okay. Well, and, we and, and I just want to mention that uh, this this campaign or this fund it it will be completely separate fund, and especially uh, for this purpose to my family in Gaza. It's not direct fun to me. Uh, and once we came across or came close to this goal, I uh, will send them directly to Gaza to help them to evacuate and uh, settle in, in Egypt. And I hope this will be soon because every moment go and every moment pass, there's a fear in their lives. 
that is more than understandable and I'm sure there isn't a moment that goes by that you're not thinking of them and wishing and hoping you can get them out of Gaza and to Ireland. Uh, People can search the GoFundMe page uh, Help Me in Safely Relocating My Family from Gaza. Hussam, thank you so much for joining us. People are already donating to the page um, and hopefully you will reach that €65,000 target and thank you so much for joining us on Morning Focus to share your story. Thank you very much. Thank you. Welcome. And that was Hussam, who I spoke with earlier, a Palestinian living in Clare, desperately trying to get his family out of Gaza and to join him here, his wife, daughter and two sons. And uh, you can check out that GoFundMe page. Help me in safely relocating my family from Gaza.